Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. Over the last several weeks, we have been following the protracted nurses' strike led by Minnesota Nurses Association against Alena Health Systems. The nurses continue their fight to negotiate in good faith with the hospital to no avail. The nurses want to keep their generous but relatively high-cost union-only health plans. Alena wants them to shift into its corporate plans. Those offerings have lower monthly premiums but come with larger out-of-pocket costs than do the nurses-only plans. Alina wants to shift $10 million in health care costs to the nurses at a time when financial disclosures report $1.3 billion in net profit over the past six years and $130 million in net revenue in 2015 alone. So that little $10 million is really serious. Yeah, with profits soaring, why is the hospital asking the nurses to take on a $10 million cost? And just last week, Alina Health Systems took another step to expand their power in trying to pass a resolution to gain control of the North Suburban Hospital Board. What does all of this mean? Here with us is RN and Juris Dr. Matthew Keller. Matthew works with Minnesota Nurses Association as a regulatory and policy nursing specialist. Matthew, welcome back to Nurse Talk. Great to have you with us today. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. So, Matthew, before we talk about the Unity Hospital issue, can you give us an update on the strike? Yeah, the strike is going well. Um, it, it's complicated to say because the, the media narrative has been about crossers, but I'd say that there's 90 to 95% compliance with the strike line. Things are going well. Morale is going very well. Um, we've taken many corporate actions against Line of Health and their um, crooked and shady deals with various other businesses. So things are going well, honestly. Good. So talk about the proposed resolution to abolish what is called the North Suburban Hospital Board. Were they successful in doing this? Yeah, I have to add a disclaimer before I say anything, and that is that I am a taxpayer in Spring Lake Park, which is a part of the North Suburban Hospital District. My mother, in fact, has been a nurse at Unity Hospital in the past for about a decade, in fact. And, um, you know, as a child, I attended Take Your Daughter to Work Day. I was not a daughter, but uh, Take Your (laughs) Child to Work Day at Unity Hospital. And so Unity Hospital is very near and dear to my heart. And indeed, this, um, this resolution to dissolve the North Suburban Hospital District passed, and I don't think many folks understand it or know what it is. When I say that not many folks know what it is, what I mean is that not too many people understand that Unity Hospital is owned by the community. It's owned by the cities in the area. It's owned by the citizens and the taxpayers in that district. It's not owned by Alina Health. Alina Health is a tenant and these cities surrounding the area are the landlord. So Unity Hospital is owned by the city. It's not owned by Alina, which is very interesting, and not too many people know it, including myself, for many years until just about a month ago. So how did that come about, and what's the importance of that distinction? Well, I guess when you get down to it, um, the way that it's been working out in the past, oh, since the 1960s, I suppose, is that these communities have been levying a tax on property taxes on the properties to pay a line of health to operate Unity Hospital. So over the course of, you know, 40 years or so, these communities have paid at least tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, according to the Minneapolis City Pages, billions of dollars for a line of health to operate Unity Hospital as a community asset. So what's happened in the past couple of years is that Unity Hospital has started shifting its profitable services from Unity to Mercy Hospital, which is located maybe five, ten miles away, and turning Unity Hospital more or less into a mental health institution, Mm -hmm. which doesn't pull in the dollars. So 
mental health um, beds are in scarce supply. It is important to have those mental health beds, but they're not actually adding any mental health beds. They're just subtracting them from other hospitals and putting them at Unity Hospital. So Unity Hospital is ceasing to be a community asset, the community asset that these taxpayers have paid for and are expecting. We're not done with this issue. There was a hearing on it this past Wednesday, and many community members spoke out in opposition to the hospital district dissolving itself. Most wanted the hospital district to start holding Alina accountable. And that didn't happen. Matthew, thank you for your time as a nurse, but especially for your time fighting this good fight, because this is an important issue in your community. Thank you. We've been talking with RN and J.D. Matthew Keller. Matthew is a regulatory and policy nursing specialist for Minnesota Nurses Association. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.